Okay, let's see how this works. I'm in the, um, I'm back in the dark jazz corner in my local Weatherspoons, uh, messing about <laughs> with various combinations of music and news. Let's see if I can get something that works. I don't know what will work and what won't here, but it's slightly too noisy probably, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, I've got a, I've got a clip from the BBC to play. Uh, to illustrate the um, the archetypes that are happening at the moment, we've got a we've got grief going on. People are grieving for the, the two years of the rest of their lives, and they're grieving for relatives, and they're grieving for probably a lot of other things that happened before the last two years as well that, that they didn't grieve for previously which means there's a lot of grief there's a lot of anger floating around Boris Johnson's become a conduit for that anger which he, he would have to be because he's a conduit for the archetypes he took on the Brexit archetype he took on the separation archetype he took on the fear of foreigners he took on all of those things during Brexit and he used them to his advantage and now he's got to deal with the the other side of the archetypes so he's got to deal with the, the wrath of the British people which is nothing nothing to be sneezed at and once, once the Brits decide they've had enough they've fucking had enough I tell you and we're just about at that point now so uh, anyway this is the BBC reporting on uh, the uh, the situation around a, a Christmas party that allegedly happened last year in Downing Street when everybody else was told that they couldn't have a Christmas party. Here we go. Thursday the 9th of 
December. The Prime Minister has announced tougher Plan B COVID restrictions for England to help limit the spread of the Omicron. Face coverings will be compulsory in most public places and people will be asked to work from home where possible. Emma Simpson has this report. Out on the town, a time of year for some festive fun. But hours earlier, the Prime Minister wasn't delivering much Christmas cheer. While the picture may get better, and I sincerely hope that it will, we know that the remorseless logic of exponential growth could lead to a big rise in hospitalizations and therefore, sadly, in deaths. And that's why it's now the proportionate and the responsible thing to move to plan B in England while continuing to work closely with our colleagues in the devolved administrations so we slow the spread of the virus. So, what does plan B mean? From Friday, face coverings will be mandatory for most indoor public venues, including theatres and cinemas, but not pubs or restaurants. From Monday, you should work from home if you can. An NHS COVID pass will be needed to get into nightclubs and large venues. A negative lateral flow test will also be accepted. And daily testing will replace self-isolation for people who come into contact with someone infected. The government says the measures are necessary. Well, I think they're very fair. Um, we live in Scotland, so we've been used to them for a while. So anything that keeps us safe is going to be good for the country. I think if you can work from home to protect everyone else, why wouldn't you? I'm a dental student, so I can't really work from home. Um, for me, it's been quite difficult with COVID, learning, um, studying some really difficult. But it's come at the worst possible time for many businesses. Seven days is no time at all. Um, with a shortage of staff, the fact that we've got to invest. Many people have already committed to large orders. We're seeing cancellations through the miscommunication. You know, the, the fact is, is our industry has been run through the mill and they do feel like they've been thrown under a bus. Some are already asking for more government help. And yes, again, we're back into open mental restrictions with no end in sight. No financial support and absolutely no clarity on when any of this is going to be over. I urge the government now to put the support packages in place to support business through this really difficult period. The government says its existing £400 billion support package will help businesses get through the winter. Emma Simpson, BBC News. The Metropolitan Police says it won't investigate allegations that staff at Downing Street broke COVID restrictions by holding a Christmas party because of a lack of evidence. The Prime Minister's spokesperson, Allegra Stratton, has resigned after appearing to joke about the party. And there are claims as well. Um, one of them, Allegra uh, Stratton, has resigned. The force says it doesn't have enough evidence for a case. Ian Watson has left. Plan B wants new restrictions in England is on its way just before Christmas. But questions are still persisting over what happened last Christmas behind Downing Street's back door. At a mock press conference, the Prime Minister's then spokeswoman appeared to be making light of some of the restrictions on social gatherings. This fictional party was a business meeting. <laughs> and it was not associated with my comments in the league video. But yesterday, the laughter had turned to tears as she apologised. 
surprised and resigned. My remarks seemed to make light of the rules. Rules that people were doing everything to obey. That was never my intention. I will revert those remarks for the rest of my days and I offer my profound apologies to all of you at home. More staff follow suit. The country's most senior civil servant is now looking into what happened on December the 18th last year. The day that Downing Street still denies that a party took place. And the Prime Minister didn't seem to rule out extending that inquiry. People in this building have stayed about within the rules. If that turns out not to be the case, and uh, people wish to bring uh, allegations to, uh, to my attention or to the, to the police or whoever, uh, then of course uh, there will be uh, proper sanctions. So what other events could potentially be examined? The BBC has received reports that some number 10 staff attended a gathering with Carrie Johnson in Denning Street flat on November the 13th last year when it was in lockdown, but this has been denied by her spokeswoman. On the 13th and 27th of November, the BBC has been told there were informal leaving drinks for staff at number 10, and Conservative sources have confirmed that four members of the party's head office staff working in the London mayoral campaign were disciplined for taking part in an unauthorised social gathering on December the 14th last year, and some of Boris Johnson's own MPs believe public trust has been damaged. The government's credibility, whether it's Patterson or on the Christmas parties, has taken a hit. Why should people at home, listening to the Prime Minister and the Secretary of State, do things that people working in number 10 Downing Street are not prepared to do? Some, though, are more concerned by the pandemic's restrictions than reports of parties. Just listen to the reaction from the Conservative benches when the Health Secretary announced the introduction of so-called vaccine passports for large venues. We will be introducing mandatory certification based on vaccines or tests in nightclubs and large events. This will reduce the number of unvaccinated infectious people in venues, which could limit overall transmission. Labour say they'll still support the government's new measures, but they don't support the man who leads the government, and they want Conservative MPs to do something about it. Conservative MPs can remove the Prime Minister. We want to remove the Prime Minister in the general election. The point is, at this moment in the pandemic, they need to decide whether he is really the right person for the job, given the seriousness of the situation we find ourselves in. Boris Johnson says he's getting on with the job while his opponents play politics with the pandemic. He said the booster programme is about to really take off. But after a bruising few weeks, his leadership could also do with a shot in the arm. Ian Watson, BBC News. Let's speak to our chief political correspondent, Adam Fleming. Now, morning to you, Adam. There is a lot to take in this morning for people. There is, of course, everything around uh, COVID and the new restrictions. And then the pressure on the Prime Minister in relation to number 10, exactly where you are, and those uh, questions about parties. Morning, Charlie. Uh, well, Boris Johnson will be hoping that by apologising uh, in quite a big way in the House of Commons yesterday about that leaked video that seems to show aides joking about a theoretical Christmas party and also the resignation of his former spokeswoman, Allegra Strassen, that, that will stop the short-term 
just political pain, but there's still a long-term issue because the whole party's issue is going to be investigated by Simon Case, the country's most senior civil servant. So he will be looking into that over a period of time, and then we'll get a report that will lay bare in black and white what actually went on in the Christmas period a year ago. Also, there were more details of more events emerging, like a quiz that was held in the Cabinet Office that was only partly virtual, but was also partly people physically there, and also a party at Conservative HQ, which was actually for the Conservative mayoral candidate, Sean Bailey's team, although it did involve staff from the Conservative Party who have now been disciplined. And in terms of the measures, they will be voted on in Parliament next week, and there'll be a debate, and that will be quite a fiery debate on the Conservative backbenches, because quite a lot of Tory MPs do not see the need for these new restrictions from Plan B to introduce be introduced now. They don't think the data or the evidence is there yet. And they also don't like these particular restrictions, especially the idea of COVID certificates. So the government is trying to reassure them by saying that with the COVID certificate, it's not just if you've been vaccinated, you can also get one if you've had a negative lateral flow test. So it's not the same as forcing everyone to get vaccinated. They also say they're acting in a precautionary way because, okay, people are not showing up in hospital yet with the Omicron variant, but the data from South Africa suggests that they will quite soon and they could potentially turn up in quite big numbers because the virus, the variant seems to be so much more transmissible. Also, they're saying that these measures will be reviewed on the 5th of January. Just to be clear, the data from South Africa suggests nothing of the sort. Uh, the cases in South Africa are mild and the people who have been hospitalised were in hospital anyway and they tested positive while they were in hospital so there's no data from South Africa that says there's going to be a huge wave of hospitalisations and people on life support that's just not correct alright that's pretty much it thanks for listening